The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. I think many of us wish we had the foresight and the money to invest in some technology companies in their early stages. My next guest certainly did that, and he was one of the early investors in LastMinute.com and one of the bosses of Match.com in the early days. He is now the owner of Grimsby Town Football Club and wants to transform football within the community as well. His name is Jason Stockwood, and he has a fascinating life story. And I began by asking him how a tech entrepreneur ended up as the boss of a football club. Yeah, look, I'm from Grimsby originally. So I was born there as a council estate kid, single parent family, sort of product of the welfare state, and, and went off traveling when I was 18 and left school with no qualifications. But in my 20s, started to educate myself and really started a process that still continues today and just being curious and trying to trying to learn as much as I can about things that interest me. Um, I had amazing good fortune to be in the right place in the right time in the 90s when the internet was coming into sort of popular parlance. And so I got involved with a few people and ended up in the first wave of the internet being involved with businesses that became household names. So lastminute.com, match.com, Skyscanner, um, so again, hard work and a lot of luck involved in that. How did you end up getting involved with them? Because you must have had some money to get involved in at the early stages. No, not at, not not at all. Now I was in London in the late nineties, and I was in the travel industry because it was it allowed me to keep travelling and do a bit of work as well. And when the internet came along, that that thing about curiosity, I really immersed myself in trying to understand what it was because I thought it was interesting and I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be something something intriguing. I had no idea how pervasive and how important it was going to be to humanity, but I just got really curious about it. So in the first few years of it, I ended up learning and, and, and reading and, and writing a bit on it. And so when these businesses started to come into public consciousness, I was a little bit ahead of the curve. So they, they were hired. I think I was one of the first um, 50 employees at lastminute.com. I just literally applied for an ad because I knew about it. I was curious about it. But then it just went on a rocket ship, basically, I guess. It's amazing how Match.com and other uh, agencies similar to it have done so well. Because when you and I were younger men, the idea that you would put a picture of yourself up on the internet and tout your wares, as it were, and hope to find a, a love mate uh, is it would seem anathema. I was at, I was at lastminute.com and I, and, and I'd sort of, you know, because I was a manager there, it was inappropriate to be dating people from work and I, and I, and I wasn't getting much time outside of it. So there's the, the online dating was just starting. And so I, I started to look at it and I told my mates about it and I was, I got, I was ridiculed so much by my friends. It was sort of the d- domains of sort of the lonely and losers and those who were socially inept. And I was like, well, I'm not. I don't think on those things, but it was, and, and then I just started to think about the sort of macro opportunity, thinking that look, we, we we'd, we'd gone from not believing in the internet to buying our books and a bit of travel on it, and I was thinking, where's the where's the upper limit of what will what we will transact online? And so I just saw it as a little bit of an opportunity. So I was I was, I was, early, I was a little bit of an ahead of the curve on travel. I was definitely ahead of the curve on dating. You know, when I left Match in 2010, they were saying then it was like two thousand two two out of every five relationships started online and. God only knows what it is today. You look back in those days in 2006 and it was, you had to write a profile and you had to really thoughtfully consider. And nowadays it's a picture and a swipe, isn't it? So, so that looks like, it looks like the Victorian area. The days of match.com look like the Victorian times. And then I did a similar thing with the insurance sector. I saw that that hadn't been uh, disrupted. And so I, I started to look at that as my next business and built an insurance technology business. 
but it's a long-winded way of answering your question, Joe. So for me, I mean, I had some success as a businessman, but I, I, was, I was an accidental businessman, really. I was a philosophy graduate who was curious about how someone who had a sort of socialist upbringing as I had became a capitalist and how you reconcile both. And both are important to me. And so my, my thought was twofold. One, I'm a football fan. My, my, my business partner, Andrew, and I said, Look, let's see if we can sort of take the football club on and, and improve that. But the, the bigger idea is how can we reconstitute, you know, what it means to belong to a historical institution like Grimsby Town and try and reconstitute the bonds of our community. Coming back to business, Jason, you got in uh, in the ground floor uh, at some of the tech startups like lastminute.com and match.com. What's the next thing that you're thinking of that we should be thinking about? The big transformational technologies that that I'm really interested in is um, autonomous vehicles. This has been around for a while. And not just autonomous cars, you know, autonomous shipping, autonomous trains, you know, autonomous drones or people carrying drones this that technology exists today so that could have fundamental um structural and transformative changes on how we live you know urban conurbations not having to live so closely packed together in cities if we can get a, you know our own drone into work in the morning that technology exists today some great companies that have got beyond prototypes so the regulatory landscape is the thing that's keeping a lot of those things out of the air and off so that's going to transform our society I think there's things around, um, I think the, you know, the, the, the interesting technologies that create proteins, um, so meat-like products, but that aren't meat. I think when you look at the CO2 emissions of our agriculture, you know, those technologies are in public consciousness. Those exist today and, again, will transfer in our food chain and our agriculture. And I think, you know, other things that, you know, that, 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 that really interest me are sort of artificial intelligence and machine learning, particularly around the diagnosis and prognosis of diseases. You know, if we look at the breakthroughs in AI and machine learning over the next few years, the diagnosis of, of disease through technology and, you know, there's a bunch of companies, whether that's, you know, um, the, the people that are working for Google today or, or other alternatives that are going to come up with, um, you know, different types of medicines and prognosis tools that will help change the lifespan of humanity, actually. But the big one has got to be we need to find technologies that aid carbon capture. And there's a bunch of a bunch of technology companies working. That's the challenge of our age, right, amongst many things, is that, you know, we've got a heating planet and depleted um, natural resources. And so, you know, uh, people working swiftly on carbon capture technologies, I think, is the thing that... Um, that, that we, we need a breakthrough and we need it quickly, right, because that clock's ticking on that two degrees raise. So there's, lo- there's loads. I'm fascinated by tech. I mean, we've got some near-term problems structuring our society beyond the technology. We've got to decide what capitalism and what technology is for, right, in service of human flourishing for everybody, not just, you know, concentration in capital in a few and fewer wealthy people. And that was Jason Stockwood, formerly the boss of Match.com and early investor in LastMinute.com. But he's now the owner of Grimsby Town Football Club. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.